Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome to Wild Mount Adventures. I am Jeremy, I am the Dungeon Master, leading this group through a campaign set in of the world of Exandria, currently the continent of Wild Mount. We'll see where they eventually go from there. Who knows? Maybe we'll end up in space. Weirder things have happened. Um... But for now, we are on Wildmount, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, and uh, have everybody introduce themselves, and we will start with Corvus. Hi, I'm Corvus. I am playing Cameron Esker, the human rogue. And L. Hi, my name is L, and I am playing Prize, the elf cleric. And Lilf. Hi, I'm Lilf. I'm playing uh, Keris, the Humanish Warlock. And Navarin. Hi, I'm Navarin. I'm playing Seeker, the Warforged Ranger. And Zagrog. Hi, I'm Zagrog, and I'm playing Hakim, Human Wizard. Alright, so, when last we had left off, you all were making your way through the Dunrock Mountains on your way to Jorhas, as the escorts to your drow companions, Zarema and Quaven. Uh, one of them, Zarema, was in fact an ASMR of Lulf's line, who had been reborn and had information buried in a past life that was of intense interest to her lifelong captors in the Dwindalian Empire, uh, the Cerberus Assembly. The Martinet Ludinus Deleth believed that whatever information Zarema had, it could help them win their war against the Kryn dynasty, the nation that you are now taking her to. Uh, having departed from an abandoned Temple of Ayun that you discovered within the mountains, a place where many of you had received answers to some questions you had, you had continued on through the snowy mountains for several days of hard travel until you became upon the sounds of combat. Investigating, you found a party of Goliaths in pitched battle with a pair of frost giants. Seeker rushed into battle, and you all followed, helping the Goliaths defeat the giants. Lead member of the Goliath group introduced themselves as Zala Bravestalker, and offered to take you all back to, to the party's herd, uh, known as the Alanakume. Upon arriving at the camp with Zala and her hunting party, you are introduced to Zala's partner, a seer named Kevia Stormdrifter. Kevia thanked you all for your help and asked what she could do to make your trek easier. And that was where we had left off. So, as we come back in, uh, that question sort of hangs in the air. 
He looks from person to person. Uh, we don't need much of anything. Thank you. Sorry. I think Let's our see. supplies are fairly good, but we could use some guidance. I don't suppose you uh, they'd probably make things easier if we had a map? Or a guide? This is something that is doable. Ooh. Where exactly are you going? Something uh, I should have mentioned. You guys <laughs> haven't told them anything. Right. Um... I, I I I look I look back at our party and I'm sort of just weighing what to say. It's like we are trying to reach Zorhas without passing through the Empire. Ah Kevia looks over at Zalin sort sort of shares a look between them. I can understand this. This is... It's difficult trying to cross those lines, I'm sure, and her eyes sort of stray to your, to your companions. I'm sure there would be questions, or perhaps worse than questions. Yes, we are not really at liberty to say what we're why we're doing this, but you are correct. That is fair. Your your reasons are your own. I assume they will not There's nothing that I can imagine that would within your motivations that might threaten us certainly if uh, I, so. I whatever it, it, if there was to be any trouble we, we don't we wouldn't expect you to, to to try to step in or, or assist us in that in that way um, we, we really just do want to uh, I, I have to imagine you are more familiar with the terrain yeah, than we are. Though, uh, as though we've met, we've managed so far, and we will manage without you if we uh, must. But if you uh, have some assistance, we would oh, gladly no, I'm, it. I'm certain we can help. Um, you're still quite a ways from Jaros, but I think we can. I think we can speed that travel a little bit. She looks over at Zala, and there's an obvious sort of unspoken communication that passes between them. Zala looks at you guys and gets sort of a... Smirk is perhaps not quite the right word. More of just kind of a hint of a grin. Tell me. How many of you have ever flown before?
Seeker looks up. What? Interestingly enough, not technic uh, technically yes. <coughs> Briefly, and I do what I I do mean actual flight, but only briefly. No, this won't be well. It is flight. It won't be your own flight. Come with me. And she she walks, starts to walk, sort of puts a hand on Kevia's shoulder as as she cross. Uh, she she walks past her. As you guys, assumedly, unless anybody says otherwise, uh, uh, go to follow. Uh, she takes... <laughs> Seeker is there. <laughs> <laughs> She guides you guys through the camp, um, which, if you remember, is in sort of a a uh, a natural sort of cr crevasse, almost within the mountains, um, and takes you basically to the back of the camp. So you guys are walking along. You guys see it sort of opens up, and there is a a probably about twenty foot wide sort of area in the back that's sort of a pen, and there you see um, several large animals. Um, I'm sorry. If we 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 have met a group of tall blue people who have flying creatures, are we on fucking at least no, the you're Navi? Not. Okay. Um. No, I think the Navi. Um. Are maybe not that original. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A fair. I mean, that's a whole thing in of itself. Yeah. Um. But no, you guys, so it is, you see there are probably about 12 large avian creatures, um, avian that they have wings very much like an eagle, um, uh, uh very bird-like heads. But they stand probably about four feet tall. Um, have the the body and and the hindquarters of a cat-like creature. Um, and Zala looks back once you guys get in. I'm assuming none of you have ever ridden. A griffin before. Or maybe you have, I don't know. I have not. I would <clears throat> I would assume these creatures are not... Uh, one does not see these creatures over in the... Uh, um, I'm um, getting place names. In the Empire, or in the on the Menagerie Coast... Uh, on the Menagerie Coast. You can... 
they're not common by any stretch of the imagination. I suppose some of those might appear because someone brought one over. Yeah. Like, you might occasionally see... I will have you roll me a nature roll for Hakeem. Okay. I'm mostly to thinking of whether Hakeem can claim to have seen one. Yeah. I'm going to make it uh, nature just to see if you've seen one. Yeah. Fair enough. 15. So you actually have seen one. You've no, you're mo- vaguely familiar with them. Um, uh, avian carnivores. Uh, 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 natural creatures. Um, as natural as this kind of a creature is. Um, they're known to be, you probably, I would say that with a 15, Hakeem probably had where he was, the, the, the teacher that he had Mm. probably had somebody visit him who, who arrived on Griffin, on a Griffin. Mm. And so there was probably a little bit of explanation after. Um, they're you, they're, they're fierce fighters. Um, they can be trained to be mounts, but that tends to be a very expensive, time consuming process. But once they're trained, they are incredibly effectual. Kim would say, I have seen this before, certainly never flown one. Alright, that's fine. The, uh, our griffins are, are, are quite capable on their own. You are not, you would not be the first to have your first ride on one of these. He pats one side and it sort of squawks a little bit. And it's eyeing, the, the one that she's, is definitely eyeing you all. You can't quite make out if it's eyeing you curiously or if it's eyeing you like food. <laughs> one of the two, probably. Um, Zola says, for you to walk, for you to, 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 to travel by foot the rest of the way, it would be, it would still be a little while. Um, we can get you there in about two days. Hmm. And she goes to start getting, getting the, the, Tackle, saddle, etc. Uh, on several of the, the griffins. Like, I don't think any of you will be... Hmm, she looks at see. Seeker, do you know how much you weigh? No. Let's test this out. And she throws the saddle on one of them. She pats the saddle. Hop on up. Let's see how this goes. Hey. Okay, Take sort of approaches it. 
carefully. It looks at you. I was like, don't worry, he, he's not going to, he's well trained. I think it puts a hand on, like, its side. Mm-hmm. What's it, what's it got? Is it fur, feathers? What? Feathers. Feathers all the way down, well, feathers all the way down the, the, the head, the neck, and sort of most of the, most of the upper body. Um, towards about the middle of the body and then down to the hind legs, it is more fur. I gotta get to the fur bit and mm-hmm. see who's like, oh. What it, this it, oh. It is very fluffy. <laughs> Zala grins a little bit. That's, that's not inaccurate. Have you ever ridden anything before? No. Alright. No problem. Let me alright. And she points out where 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 the um I know terms on for a set. Uh the stirrup is. Is put your put your foot in here. Oh, grab okay. onto the oh, okay. grab onto the horn of the saddle, throw your lift yep. up, throw uh, your leg over. Uh-huh. Oh. Yep. Thud. I'm gonna yeah, so you you do how much <laughs> now, meta wise, how much does Seeker weigh? Um, it's on the high end of uh, between two hundred and three hundred. Okay. Is that all hang on? I think, oh no, they average, it's, I'm thinking, they, yeah, they average between 120 and 140, so let's call it 130. 130? Alright. Kilograms, yeah. It's like a very heavy person. Like Sorry, yes, pounds. you're, like, I just realized you're talking kilograms. Um. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like, it's like 300, it's like 300 pounds. Yeah, okay, two, yeah. 2.2. Yep. That sounds, that sounds about roughly. right. So yeah, no, it's not. Fortunately, these are these are well, griffins have a pretty good capacity, anyways. But these are also griffins that are trained to 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 um, carry Goliaths as riders. So it doesn't mm. have it doesn't seem to have any problem dealing with your dealing with your weight. I fall off the other side. <laughs> Perfect. Funk. <laughs> I may have just rolled to see whether or not Terris is um, scared of these things or wary of these things, and I got a twenty-two, so uh, nah, she's fine. Yeah, cool. I, I I pop up from the other side, and like Seeker is like grinning. <laughs> and like looking happy and he's like it is fluffy why do I want to crush its head <laughs> I would not suggest trying that Tika like goes and like takes hold of the head end and like yep. pets it 
and like <laughs> like not not horribly hard but like a bit too hard right you see it's it's feathers sort of ruffle and it rears its head back a little bit he he he'll adjust <laughs> roll me an animal handling roll let's see let, let let's follow this thread through let's see how this goes okay uh I feel like I want to use inspiration on this <laughs> nice uh, uh, non-natural 20 so it calms down and gives almost sort of a trilling sound it's a bit it, it, it's a it's a loud deep trilling sound but it's still a trilling sound well, I was like, uh... <laughs> so it says well I think I think he likes you I think this one will be yours then so seeker probably can probably should probably ride alone. The rest of you, though, I think. Let's see. There's yeah. Hakim has been eyeing. How many of these are there? There are there are about twelve. Okay. Um. So let's see. Uh. I always have to remember how many of you. So one for a seeker. I think probably two each on the other ones. So I need four saddled up. Assuming everybody is alright with that. Hmm. Alrighty. She proceeds to, and it doesn't take her long at all. It takes her maybe six or seven minutes to, to, to get them all saddled up. It says, so, sorry, about seven or eight because she has to saddle one for herself. Um, as well, if, Suppose I should check. You guys need a do do any of you need some time to rest before we head out? I'm used to just coming in and down and then just heading right back out when it needs to, but you guys have been traveling a while. Can I still be petting the Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, I will be here until we leave. <laughs> All right. Yours he your, yours he... head bumps you. <laughs> I, I head bump it back. Yeah. <laughs> I think in the meantime, I think uh, Hakim would also ask, I think, uh, I'm afraid I know the answer to this, but uh, have we happened to find have found any diamond dust? Uh, is Zerim's like, I don't it, think it, so. I, yeah, I was afraid that was the case, yes. I have an idea of a new spell which might be helpful, but it would require some. 
Zola's like, well, that's not something that we have here, but maybe you can... I don't know for sure, but there are communities in, in Shorahas. You might be able to find some. Uh, we we did get a diamond out of the cave, so you can have that and destroy that for dust. That mm. is true. Perhaps. That had been... I believe it was, it was a 50 gold, correct? Uh, it qualified for Revivify. Yes. That would be a hundred, isn't it? You might be right. Two hundred. I don't remember gold piece amounts to oh. off the top of my head for those. I think it's three. Four, five, six, seven. Yeah, three hundred. Cool. That's a three hundred gold piece diamond. Ooh. Damn. I mean that's up to you guys. You guys, you can you can definitely use it for. If we figure have out how to other grind it out, that can use the use the dust. It might be a more reasonable choice. I don't need very much. Hakim is only looking for twenty five. Twenty five worth. worth. Although he could. Uh, he could accept war because uh, might need might want to cast it several times. But Zerima says, "Well, what 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 spell?" Uh, it would be to uh, hide you from divination. I mean, I figure it might be useful. It's obvious at this point there are several who are aware of us enough to uh, divine the others of us, but that would definitely be useful. Um, on the it flip lasts side, fairly long. Yeah, it would be useful. It would make things less convenient if they didn't know you guys. Mm. It's just whether it's worth... Mm. If one of us dies... I think you have two people who can cast Revivify. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's maybe, also a good point. Maybe two. Yeah. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe none. I don't know if... Um, mm -hmm. If prize... I don't have it at the moment, but but you can you can yeah still at that's some not the point. kind of spell you can you can uh, rely on the next day. Yep, it's also yeah it's totally fair if we want if that's our only diamond then it might be. Might not be worth it to grind any of it. Maybe we'll see what we can find once we actually reach a community. Yeah. And see yeah. from there. I'm... And yes, you do have at least one person. Assuming she has her spell slots. Because Zarema can't cast her vote five. Mm -hmm. I, it's, it's okay. I, I don't need it. You can have it. 
Oh, no, you hold on to it. It's fine. Um, Dallas, so you guys want to, do you guys need some time before you, before we leave or obviously mm-hmm. Seeker will be here. <laughs> Zarema says it depends Character on you guys. Calling. I don't think we're getting any warmer standing here. This is true. Uh, not not to say that it's not going to be warm <laughs> up in the air. But... Yes, Hella says, if you're looking for warmth, <laughs> flying is not going to help you there. But it's, still, it's not helpful to be chilled already when we leave. This is true. All right. You guys figure out who who's writing what. Um... And she gives she she has <laughs> she has <laughs> names for them. They are all Goliath uh, or giant words, and I'm not going to pronounce each of. But yes, mm. you each have each of your your griffins have names. Um, so I imagine. For convenience's sake, Zarema and Quaven are are writing one. Mm-hmm. Seekers writing one. So Cameron, Karis, Prize, and Hakeem. Who's writing who's writing with who? Uh, I'll wait to be drafted like the, the fat kid in Dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Terrorist would glance at um, Cameron. It would be better if uh, a fighter goes with each of these. So. Zola says we will have to stop w- at least once. So if you need to re if you need to readjust, so and they can't the these are strong these are strong but animals but they right. can't literally fly for two days. Sure. I think Hakib is prize are, are the <laughs> okay are the griffins being being like uh, pointed out to us or do we get to pick? Uh no, they've saddled a certain. Uh, she's saddled a certain mm-hmm. number of them, but yeah, but, but you guys want to pick? You go pick. right ahead. Yeah, I think Hakim go goes and at, attempts to uh, figure out which is more best suitable. Roll me an animal handling roll. Yeah. I am excited for this. I, I suspect Hakim has. Well, Hakim's been around like horses before. I don't think he's ever ridden one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, animal handling. Okay. Alright, alright. <laughs> so you walk up to one, it stares at you with those unblinking eagle eyes. <laughs> sort of gently squawks as you get close. You reach out sort of, uh, probably a little trepidatiously. Um, yeah. 
Uh, but no, it lets it, it lets you put put a hand on it, and Hakimi you seem to be to making like a, like a front seat. <laughs> okay, cool. You climb up. Terrace being aware that she has almost bitten prize a number of times will probably go with Hakeem. Okay, mm-hmm. makes sense. That's that is why Cameron said prize. Come yep. with me. <laughs> so yeah, you guys all eventually mount. Maybe with maybe maybe uh, prize might need a little bit of help because this is definitely something that 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 she's not used to. Um, but Zala is also there to help you guys uh, get mounted and everything. Uh, there are, um, seat belts, essentially, for these saddles. Yeah, once, once Hakim discovers it, he's like, ooh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> immediately goes to, like, how do I put this on? Yep, yep. <laughs> she buckles you guys in. Because they're not, they don't usually, they don't usually, um, get tricky when they're up in the air. If they do, just hold on. They know, they know what they're doing better than you're going to. He was making sure any bag he is carrying or any cloak he's wearing is safely fastened. Yep. (laughs) Yep. That's a good idea. Yeah, you guys all get settled in. Bella walks over to hers. Speaks quietly to it in giant. And then very quickly hops up. Buckles herself in. Just to make sure there's nothing you guys need before we get before we take off because all right, and she kicks aside of her uh of hers uh gives sort of a yaw, and it takes off, and all of yours take off behind her hers. You guys are <laughs> jolted up into the air. Yeah, there is definitely a, a that sensation of like your stomach and many of your internal organs sort of having to play a little bit of catch up with your body. I imagine it's worse than on an aeroplane. Yeah, I would imagine don't so. <laughs> don't don't have those. Um. Huh. Lacking in internal organs. Yes, yeah. It's not it's not as bad for you. <laughs> yeah, you guys lift up into the air and start start flying. Which once you guys get used to it definitely gets a lot colder a lot quicker. Uh because they probably gain a good couple hundred feet like really quickly you're pretty high up already yeah and you guys are already pretty high up um 
So it's a good thing you guys aren't having to do... thinness off the air too. Yeah, I was saying it's a good thing you guys don't have to do much in terms of exertion because catching your breath is something that is that that is a trick to accomplish from where you're at. Karis mm. just stops breathing. <laughs> that is fair. Interesting. There's one who doesn't breathe and one who has some difficulty <laughs> breathing. <laughs> I, um, I think uh, Cameron might be having a little bit of difficulty breathing. Might <laughs> the uh, prize is gripping. Because <laughs> apparently she's not fa a fan of heights. That is fair. I don't think Cameron is either, but he doesn't show, doesn't say anything about it. It is for those of you who are who 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 aren't freaking out about you know being thousands of feet a, a good three four maybe five thousand feet above sea level at at, at least. Um, it is a hell of a view. Um, a terrifying view for some, but a hell of a view. And you guys sort of settle in for a pretty, pretty long trip. Um, you're sort of limited in what you can do while you're in the air. Uh, but if there's anything... I would not suggest, you know, jumping off, but, you know, you do you. And roll up a new character if you want. Um, is anything you guys want to accomplish during your trip conversations with your ride partner? <laughs> well, I know that's not going to happen. You rolled way too well for you, L. Um... <laughs> You'll ne you would never take those stats. Um, there's not even an eight. But yeah, if there's any conversations you want to have with, with your Griffin partner. Any panicked moments you want to have, etc. I'm trying to figure whether, uh, I suppose the larger threat to health is the uh, lack of air pressure rather than uh, oxygen I would guess probably I'm not sure because <clears throat> I imagine uh, Hakim has more issues with uh, getting oxygen rather than having specific issues with air pressure I mean those are similar things in the, those the are similar problem. things I suppose so I'm gonna Make a few constitution saves to see That's how well Hakim handles this. That is um, absolutely fair. That's not very good. I think that's I, much I, I better figure though. A, I figure that he has at least some uh, symptoms of this uh, <clears throat> in the at least in the first leg of, yeah. of this uh, trip. So I think at first you have. Um, I mean, essentially, you have uh, 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 
term I'm trying to think of. Uh, airplane sickness. Mm. Um, for like probably the first couple of hours, eventually it does even out for you, and you get acclimated. I think a it's also called more. called mountain sickness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I did. did I did also Google the, Google this 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 phenomenon to look into. <clears throat> Altitude sickness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, Gary's would probably recognize recognize that there are points where uh, Hakim is uncomfortable or dizzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would put a steadying hand on mm -hmm. shoulder, ready mm -hmm. to grab even harder if it is like yeah. goes unconscious, so he doesn't yeah. go anywhere. I like the idea of hand on shoulder, ready to turn head if things go too terribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so this might sound weird. Uh, I would be attempting to cast Purify Food and Drink on Cameron. Why? Because it's a ritual spell and she needs something to focus on. Hmm. Does no, does that even work if you can't if you have to, if you're moving? Good question. Is a ritual spell castable? I would say. Roll me a concentration check. Which is a con save, isn't it? Mm. Yep. Got to get those high rolls out of the way. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you would be able to ritual cast it. It's not really going to have an effect because Cameron does oh, not yeah. qualify as food at the moment. Do you have a target? Does he just just does she even have a target then? Well, it's any non-magical food within five feet. I am not food. Living well, things are not food! How many times do we have to go over this? Well, Paris might disagree. <laughs> yeah. Well, think of it this well, way. If Karis casts it, then it wants a thing. Well, you didn't cast it on my rations, you cast it on me! A sphere centered on a point of your choice. You could cast it on hmm. the rations. I, I mean, I'm using Cameron as the focal point. Yeah, okay. I think it works. Like, the spell doesn't require a you to target the thing you are purifying. Right. That's fair. Look at it this way. If your griffin gets hungry, it's not going to get sick now. Um, after it eats Cameron, yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it's fine. That, that's that's why the, they didn't take the the eagles. I don't know to if purify food and drink works if uh, that the stuff is inedible to this particular being. I'm going to say, understanding that it is, I feel like Price is not necessarily worried about whether it's successful. No, mm -hmm. no, yeah. It is just it is the equivalent of meditating. To get through it. How does this stuff come up for us every time? Because we're weirdos. 
I think it's more the equivalent of um, people screaming and praying to Jesus if a plane starts going down. Fair enough. But not with the actual screaming so much in this case. Well, not as much. Yeah. Some, but not as much. But it gives you something to focus on. Yeah. So you don't completely lose it. Which, on the plus side, it is it it, it does give you um, give you Cameron uh, because you do feel that sort of uh, uh, touch of Avandra, which is sort of a warm wind blowing through in this case. It does actually make it a little less cold for you. So, you know, on one side, you're being dehumanized as food. On the (laughs) other side, you're not cold. (laughs) Like a microwave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But... At any rate, you guys travel for a while. Um, make pretty... It's clear... I mean, I assume you guys aren't, like, spending all the time just staring down because that would get dizzy and anxiety-inducing and etc. No, I Except am. for maybe Seeker. I was going to say, except for maybe Seeker. <laughs> um, uh, still, it's very clear that you guys are making really, like, like, time far beyond what you would have been able to make otherwise. Griffins fly much faster than people move. You're not having to worry about all of your doubling back and making sure that you're hitting, you know, hitting the safe, safe paths and things like that. Um, and yeah, by the time, probably about eight hours later, uh, when you, when you, uh, probably actually more like 10, 12 hours later. When you guys start descending and eventually land, you guys have made the equivalent of probably three, four days of travel. And you guys are actually already a little bit further down in the mountains. Um, So it's a little bit warmer where you are. And you guys land in this spot that is very clearly used as a as a uh, a, a place for, assumedly these the the, the herd and their griffins uh, uh, to land. Right. Touch down. Probably not the easiest landing, but 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 it's smooth enough. Zala gets off, walks over, unbuckles you guys, 
Careful hopping down. You're you're gonna be a little bit. Your balance is going to be a bit off. As everyone says, you hear the sound of crashing as um, Quaven tries to get off and his legs completely buckle under him. I, I think I think Hakim is kind of zombified coming down like, Bleh. Yep, 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 yep. That is legit. He's <laughs> having a... Oh. Is only lightly conscious. <laughs> Karis will keep a hand on Hakim as he dismounts. Okay, just so he doesn't he like spread. completely face plant. Yeah. Yep. And then she'll attempt to dismount herself. Yep. Just roll me. I'm just going to make it a straight dexterity save. Everybody, perfectly fine. I'm not asking this, assuming that uh, Hakim would know. But uh, are we still like at a high altitude? Uh, n- not at the certainly not at the height that you guys were. Um, so yeah, but but we are still in mountains, <laughs> so not even at the height that you guys were in terms of like the. The where you are on the ground before. Hmm. Okay, so we are lower than where you we guys are. A lower from. elevation, yes. Okay. Okay, so the air is not as thin here. Correct. Okay. So yeah, Zala will help anybody. That... The, uh, that might upset the possibility of Hakim's body getting more used to the thinner air. So. <laughs> Eh, not too bad because if you spend, like, eh, it's it, it, it's fine. Yeah, um, it takes about a day to get used to. But if uh, if we go down to lower elevation, then <laughs> anyway, uh, Zala helps everybody who needs it down. Starts taking the tack off of uh, off of the uh, the griffins. All right, you. If you guys can get a campsite set up, I have to tend to the animals, and then we can figure out from there, but should be able to rest here for for the amount of time we need, start out fresh in the morning, and probably by the end of the day tomorrow, we should be able to, we, we should reach uh, uh, the marsh by that point. I'm just going to crawl over and, like, death hug the nearest tree. Okay. (laughs) It is a cold tree, but it is a tree. It is connected to ground. It is connected to ground, correct. So you guys set up a camp. Yep. Set up a watch later. Mm-hmm. Or whether or not we need one with for Griffin. Five Griffins? 
Life Griffin's about. Zolus, you're still going. You're you're going to want to. They're going to need. They're they're great fighters. They're great steeds. They're okay. Watch people, but they're not trained to be guards. Perish not the You feel like if you, if you make the if you make the guard if you have the Griffins do everything, we get lazy. So yeah, understandable. Okay, set up some watches. Yeah, Hakeem would mumble, I'll take a morning shift as, as he's like immediately <laughs> heading heading to sleep. <laughs> fair, fair. What um what watch is Quaven typically on? Uh Quaven and Zarema typically take the um typically take the, 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 the middle watch because it's the darkest point and they have really good vision. Um, but if you want, if you want to take a watch with Quaven, uh, Quaven, that's very doable. I did want to talk to Quaven. I, okay. Related to the thing I sent you earlier, if you haven't already read it. No problem. Yes, you can absolutely take that. Um. Or even if it's just like, I would, whatever, whenever, I guess me and Karis typically take a watch together. Whenever... It would overlap with Quaven's one. I guess I would just either stay up a bit later or get up a little bit no, earlier fine. to talk to him. I mean, I'll, I can take a watch with Karis if you like. That works. So have have Prize and Karis first, you and Quaven second. Probably, Hakeem, you can probably rest for the night. Hakim intends to uh, do some work early in the morning. Fair. Or at least before we take off. Fair enough. So yeah, and then Zala and Zarema will take third watch. And as always, Seeker on every watch. And as always, Seeker on every watch. If Hakim doesn't get waked up for the watch, I think Hakim wakes up somewhere in the middle of that watch. Okay, cool. I guess. And gets to work. Yep. So I think it sets up next to the Griffins for okay. his uh, vigil. There, they have no problems with you. You have proven yourself. Um. All right. So first, watch uh, a prize and Karis. Any conversations you want to have? Uh. Yep. Go for it. So I'll just um, go up to Karis. Uh, sorry, I I wouldn't mind trying this again, but I know it probably won't work or anything. Sorry. What is it you want to try? Uh, to fix you. She gestures. Does it not go ahead? And yeah, I'll cast remove curse. Okay. So you go to cast it. Um and you feel uh, uh 
brain. Uh, 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 prize, I feel it, Brian. Jesus. <laughs> prize, you feel the the uh, uh, sort of surge of energy from your goddess. Sort of flow from you into Karis. Karis, you feel that it's definitely an energizing feel. You get just you swear you just smell like what you would imagine a perfectly um unspoiled never been never been seen by sentient eyes middle of the forest would be like and then it passes that the smell Paris will kind of lift her head and sniff a bit because mm-hmm. on duty on guard duty maybe something's going on not quite connecting it to the magic right and then relaxes a bit Uh, looks at Price. I don't think it worked, but it was nice of you to try. Sorry, I I know I'm not like that strong yet, but I I think I can work. I I think I can do it. I just need to work on it. You have nothing to apologize for. I. I, I might not, but the, the world does. She nods at that. And if I can, if I can take that away, then I, I should try. She doesn't know how to respond to that. But she does say, um, the world has a lot to answer for, for both of us. And if there is anything I can do to help you, please let me know. Tell me. Can we not go back up there? Unfortunately, I think we may have to. if you would like to write one of those things with me, if you think that will make you feel safer. And she looks very kind of, why the hell would you feel safe around me? Look on her face. I I wouldn't want to say it, but Cameron's a little wide around the middle. (laughs) <laughs> he is I think he needs a bit more training I'm so, sorry <laughs> not something to be sorry about poking fun at your companions can sometimes help relieve tension 
Um, like I said, if you would like to change partners for tomorrow's trip, I am happy to do so. I promise I will try not to bite you. Only if I can bite you back. That is fair. Okay. Um, Karis kind of just continues looking around as not quite sure what to say. All right. Suppose we need to make some sort of watch check. Go ahead and roll me perception checks. You had to say it. Well. I really need to up my perception. So you guys, uh, well, while you're having this conversation, um are keeping a good eye out and nothing approaches the camp whether they whether it's you're just in a place where that's not a concern right now or whether it's any potential predators are scared off by the five ginormous flying beaked creatures or what? You guys are okay for your guys' shift. And your guys' shift ends. Come up on second shift. Cameron, you get woken up. You and Quaven settle in for a watch. Um, what was the what's the um, Goliath's name? Who's Zala? Us? Zala 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 Z A L A Z A L A. Um, so after they've been sitting at the watch for a little while, mm-hmm. um, uh, Cameron will sort of speak up and say, "Zala says we'll be in Zohas tomorrow." That is what it would seem like. Yes. I wish I'd. Do you know where I'm from? I must confess that I do not. I know I... that you are assumedly. You have the look of an empire person about you. You speak with a. You use those mannerisms. I have assumed that is where you from, at least originally. Correct. I was born in the Empire, and uh, for a lot of my life, served in... I don't know the name of the army, but the the way you would say that. But uh, the king's... No, the Empire. The uh, army of the Empire. And I was posted 
on the eastern side of the empire, near the border with Jorhas. This was before the war, but there was still conflict there, and it's it, it's been a long time now, but there may be people there that won't be happy to see me. He is quiet as you say all this. Um, Keeps a fairly even expression. Keeps his eyes on you. Cameron's sort of not actually looking at Mm -hmm. Cameron. He's just sort of staring away while he says this. And he lets probably more time than is comfortable. Like, you know, there's that beat of time that passes, and then there's, like, a period of, like, if it goes on for, like, three, four, five seconds, it starts to get to that uncomfortable point where there's no, there's no, there's no conversing. Yeah, it hits that point. Um... And he finally speaks up. He says, "If, by the way, the military force that you were part of is called the Righteous mm-hmm. Brand." The Righteous Brand. All right. He would have probably yeah. said, actually said the name of it. If if you had told me this information, if we were here. In the situation, we had just met, and you had informed me of these things. I cannot say how I would be reacting right now. I can assume. And I I can say safely, it would not be... Very understanding. That said. Any positive correction as understanding. That said, we have traveled for some time. I do not know much about you. I assume that he's been the way you prefer. It, but do do not think that I have not been watching you. All of you. And I have seen what you have done and what kind of person you are. And the more to the point, I am also a soldier. I 
I was not positioned on the front. But I have been there. And I have people I know that are there. Or have been there. Probably some that are there. And I know that your side is not the only side that has shed blood. Don't get me wrong, I think your side probably shed a lot more more proactively than mine did. But this is the way of war. And I believe that my issue is not with your soldiers for the most part, but those that guide them. And the fact that you have been willing to do what you are doing now Which, well, it is, the Assembly is not the Empire, but the Assembly is part of the Empire. The fact that you are defying that, and you are potentially delivering whatever Zerlema knows into the hands of the Dynasty. speaks a lot to me, and should we encounter any of the dynasty's soldiers, do not worry about their hostility, if you happen to run into any who know you by face, they will have to get through me. We are warriors. This is our job. Yeah, I'm... I'm... glad you can see it that way. I... I left the Empire because I didn't agree with the blood that was being shed. I, we were told you, well, you're the, we were told they were monsters, and we kidnap small children, and we <laughs> eat them, and we skin them, and we're there, and uh, whatever, yes. Over time, I came to understand that was far from the truth, and as you say, we're soldiers, and I don't... To, to be clear, I don't... I don't feel remorseful or guilty about it, as you say. It was... It's, it's, it's our job, but I don't agree with it either, and 
I wanted to make sure we this wasn't a surprise if some if 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 my past made things more difficult for us. I appreciate that. I I from I've I've given my I've given my word I will get I've forgotten her name. Damn it. Zarema. Um uh, Zarema uh to her destination and I intend to do so. There and are will... don't don't get me wrong, there are monsters on the battlefield. You've seen them, I've seen them. I've we've I'm sure we've been them. I don't the know time. that I don't know that you necessarily have. This is I remember what you said. Wait. Maybe he doesn't <laughs> because I don't know if you told everybody that. What what's that? Why you got why you ended up under Karis's Oh did you, um, did you say that to everybody? I feel like you did, but I think I'm not it, ca- I think it came up. I think I think I explained. Yes, because I think um, Karis okay. Karis said something about it, right? And I cl- I said okay. I killed him for a yeah. reason or whatever it was. I said like oh, I yeah, she said I was a murderer, and I was like comments. I am a murderer. I did. I yeah. She called me a murderer, and I said I am a murderer. But like, yeah. alright, like okay. I'm not denying that. I I did totally did do that, but I had a reason for it. Yeah. What I'm talking about are what the civilized pe what what the people who tell us people like us what to do call war criminals. You have gone out oh. of your way in the past to avoid that, from what you have said. Mm, maybe closer than you think. I was when I was a soldier. I was. Some of it was in the darkness. If you get, if you know what I mean, there was not a lot of face-to-face combat. Was my particular area of expertise. But um, like I said, I, I that is it's past that, and I will we will yes. deal with any of the repercussions from that if they occur. I I just felt like you should know that is appreciated. And yes, ultimately, well, you were that then. I don't think you're that now. Um, I'm trying not to be. So we can do. Pauses there for a second. You've been honest with me and I appreciate that. I feel like I need to do the same with you. I am... He looks over at Zarema. Is Zarema awake? Or no, like she, with she, us? Or? She's, she's trancing right now. Okay. I, you know I, what I asked at the Ayun Temple. Remind or do me. you? I don't remember. Uh. I asked... I asked what 
the Bright Queen, a legion wanted with Zelena. I'm not certain that I like that answer. I've spoken with Zelena about it. She is willing to trust. I find myself in the very strange position of being the person who does not necessarily trust my queen as opposed to uh, in in opposition to somebody who has never been in the empire or in the dynasty. I know that she wants she wants whatever Zerlema has, whatever she knows, to use it if possible to end the war. I trust her more than I trust a bunch of excuse me for saying Dwendalian mages. But I still have doubts. I tell you this because I think it is important that you know what we are getting into. And I feel like, and I may be wrong here, but I feel like should we come to a decision that where we need to act you're not necessarily somebody who is unwilling to stand up to a queen. Alongside me. So should that point come, I'm just giving you forewarning. Not that I think that it will. I trust our queen. I just have questions that I don't think I will ever get answers to until it's past the point of asking. I will be ready. Thank you. Yeah. Then he goes back to looking at All the right. world. Go ahead and roll perception. Just for fun. Fun? For fun, yes. Perception's always, perception's always fun. Pretty good perception, though, to be honest. Uh, 24. Boop. 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 And 18, all right. We are getting all the good rolls out of the way. Um, yeah, no, but you, you guys are fine. Um, you do see over the night, you, or over your guys' shift, you do see something fairly large fly over you guys, but it doesn't, it doesn't stop. It doesn't bother you. Okay. The Griffins stay remarkably well 
uh, uh, in control. And yep. And that brings it down. That brings it to uh, uh, Zala and Zarema. They have some conversations between them. Uh, eventually, Zarema will wake uh, 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 Hakim probably about <clears throat> midway through. Okay. So that you can get your your studies and that sort of thing done. <clears throat> so still He's, get a long rest. Everyone is that. paying attention. He, uh, the book he brings up, although I guess, suppose he starts with his own book, but he has, he's also bringing up a different book and uh, to, to study and even, eventually is clearly like doing some is is appears to be casting something or working with magic <clears throat> okay uh Zala looks a little curious but he doesn't mm. she doesn't say anything because he isn't trying to be particularly secretive about yeah. it but is also not like openly explaining what he's doing. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah, she's not going to try and break. She's not going to do anything that breaks her concentration. She understands. She is not a spellcaster herself, but she is very close with a spellcaster, and she knows don't fuck with them <laughs> when they're in the middle of something. Um. So yeah, eventually day day comes. Guys, I'll get up. Have a full long. You guys get a full long rest out of it. Have some breakfast in the morning. Oh, says okay. We should, if we are lucky and make good enough time, we should be able to make landfall in the marsh. Before it gets dark. Yeah, I suppose I'd rather see where I'm stepping off on, into when I'm dismounting. You definitely will want to. Um, and yeah, she goes and she gets the griffins ready. Hakim, uh, actually, I suppose it's not obvious to Hakim that there's been, there is coming a rearrangement with, uh, who's mounting with whom. But what it does, Hakim would, uh, seek to, uh, uh, camera about, uh, I'd rather uh, you let me take the front seat. I there there is a my lungs don't agree with this thin air, which means I might uh, there's a real chance I might pass out. So I'd prefer if you could uh, watch over for that. Of course. <laughs> Thank you. Alright, unless anybody has a strong and probably compelling reason why they don't continue on, on, on Griffin back. You guys mount up. 
and take off into the air. It is at least lower than you guys have been because, well, just the elevation in the mountains getting lower. Hey, it's a different way around this time. Different this time, yep. We, it got better in the early part, uh, after the early part, but this time it gets worse in the later part. Yep. And it's probably a matter of, as you as you guys, towards the later part of the day, um, you guys are getting kind of towards the out of the mountain range, so it's starting to get, the, the temperature is starting to shift on you. Um, you are definitely undergoing an elevation change. So that combination of, of, hmm. of getting warmer and everything combined, yeah, probably is not great for you. Hmm. Uh, Pri how is Prize doing? I was going to say, Karis might break a rib, but I doubt it because um, Prize isn't that strong. <laughs> Fair enough. Karest uh, would put what she is hoping is a reassuring hand on the arms that have a death grip round her and is thankful that she doesn't need to breathe. Fair. <laughs> I assume Seeker is having the time of his life. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Couldn't be happier. Yep. I I can just see Seeker like looking down and just thinking, oh, the, those meat bags, I could crush them from here. Squish. <laughs> <laughs> no, having too much fun. Fair. Um And yeah, you guys make it it's probably about like I said, another There we go. OBS briefly said that it disconnected and I'm not sure why. But we're good. Um about ten actually this is probably a probably a little bit closer to twelve hours. Um you guys it is just starting to get a little bit dark. Uh, uh, not fully there yet. And you guys are completely out of the mountain range at this point. And you guys are, are flying over what looks to be like a... The the the, the, the Dunrocks... As you hit sort of the edge of them, they transition into this swampy sort of marsh area and he, uh, uh, Zala finds a, a, a clear spot clear dry spot to land you guys make your landing here and you guys are surrounded by just the 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 Somewhat less than pleasant, uh, 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 a smell of 
swampy uh uh muddy marshland uh you guys land Bella hops off goes and helps those that need it off who don't need to climb off on their own Moses Welcome to the broken out to the broken veil marsh. You're technically in Jorhas now. Uh, to get anywhere from here, and he points in a direction that is southeast. If you keep going, you'll probably eventually find Urzen. That's going to be your your first major community. Don't worry. You'll know it when you find it. Uh, you can probably uh, 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 supply up from there. And then wherever you want to go from here, you're, you're officially past the border. And past the front. I would not suggest, and she points in the other, going that way. That way is southwest, and that'll take you to Rock Guard Garrison, which is the front. Secondly, it's a, it's a, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a stronghold between uh, the the Broken Vale uh, uh, bluffs and the Dunrock Mountain. It's one of the it's one of the bigger fronts that in the Ashgard garrison further south. But as long as you stay on this side of that, you're gonna be pretty well okay. Anyway, we are great. We are very grateful for the uh, well ride <laughs> you provided. Happy to have done it. I uh, I wish you good luck. If you you find yourselves in the in in the mountains again, look us up. Mm. You will you will be certain to find shelter there among us. He smiles a little bit. Rotherer climbs back up on her uh, on her griffin. Yells something out in giant, and the um, she takes off, and the other griffins take flight after them, leaving the group of you in the marsh. What would you like to do from here? How sad is Seeker about the Griffins leaving?
I'm just curious. But Navarin is gone. Never mind. <laughs> what? I said, how sad is Seeker about the Griffins leaving? Well, I was just, I was just trying to, <laughs> I was just trying to figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> I think pretty sad. I think, <laughs> like, Seeker is just waving goodbye. Until, like, they disappear. Mm-hmm. When we're done here, perhaps we can go back and visit them. I look towards Quaven. Anyway, and say, so, where to? Zala is not incorrect. We should probably go and find Erzin. That may be a little bit of a trick. It depends on where Erzin is at the moment. Paris looks slightly confused at that. It is a mobile community. Ugh. It is constantly moving. Well, not constantly. The they stop every now and then, and they will they 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 stay. They will stay for maybe a few days at a time, and then start moving. But they should also not be too difficult to find. I haven't been there in quite some time. I briefly visited when I was a uh, still in training. But let's give it time. We can go ahead and head out now. You can take a rest first. It is up to you. I'm eager to get going, but I can. But we, I can see much further than you can when it gets dark. Ah, uh, Karis smirks at that. Assumption. We will have to test that someday. That <laughs> we will. But yeah, you guys um, can take a rest here, Harris, head out, whichever. Karis would glance. Karis would glance at Hakeem and Price to see how they're doing. I'm assuming Hakeem will definitely need some amount of rest before we take off uh, from where we landed. But uh, Price isn't a fan of the exact quality of ground, considering it's kind of marshy. Mm-hmm. But mm. it's at least Neither satisfied is that it is not mid-air and falling. Mm. Fair. Um, I think we go. I think we 
for those of our party who did not take to flying that well, maybe taking a short breath breather would be good before we start slogging through this marsh. Cool. Fine. Yep, you guys can take a rest, whether short or long. Um, and then once you guys are ready, you go ahead and set out. Are you going to wait till it gets morning, or are you going to... Either way. Probably intend for a short rest. I wouldn't... It depend action it would actually be more of a when he feels able to, and I don't know uh, mountain sickness well enough to say how long that will take. I'm not going to get too far into the science and medical of it. Yeah, if Kirk rest, you guys will probably be fine. Hmm. All right, so you guys, you guys do head out. And just roll me, somebody roll me a, roll me a d20. Uh, let's say L, roll a d20. Oh, okay. All right. So you guys make most of it's not too bad of a travel. Um for those of you who don't have dark vision, which I believe is our our warforged and our human. The um Zorama, I believe, has... Let's check here to make sure. Yep. Uh, Zorama can provide you with, with light. And you guys travel for a good... Probably seven or eight hours. Uh, it is just starting. Like, it is in the early parts of the morning. And this has not been the easiest travel in the world. You've got a ranger with you, so you're not, you're not having to worry too much about the, uh, the, the, um, slowness of the terrain. But the marsh is just, it's this dense, just swamp of, of mud pits and the water is, it is generally water. Uh, you're finding, 
you're finding some decent uh 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 dry land for good portions of it but there are there are times that you're having to step into at least a certain amount of 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 swamp water um lots of buzzing insects doesn't smell great But you're not freezing to death, so that's a good that that that's a bonus. Um, and like I said, right around, you're at the point where there's enough sun that you don't need that that you, those of you without dark vision don't need uh, a, a a light to be able to see clearly. Um. You start to hear the sounds of movement up ahead, distantly. And then it starts to become closer, and very quickly closer. And you hear the sounds of snapping branches. And heavy splashing. Hide? Go ahead and roll Can a stealth hide? roll. Or do you know? If you want to hide. Cameron hides. <laughs> Very effectively. It's like, like we've forgotten something. Um. Prize hides. Somewhat less effectively. Ooh. Hakeem's very... Seeker... Not so much. Um... Question. If I'm hiding, Uh even though I get disadvantage because of my armor, if I'm hiding and keeping still... Do I get disadvantage still? Is that something that... I imagine it's hard to stay that stay still enough for the armor not to matter. Yeah, outside unless but... you've got an ability that, 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 that enables that not so much. This is magic D&D I'm... armor. It doesn't make sense. Fair. <laughs> well, that's alright. I got 19 or 19 for a 24, so... Nice. <laughs> On a d20 roll, you rolled a 43. I, I'd say you're pretty hidden. <laughs> so yes, uh, uh, Karis and, 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 and Hakeem and Cameron very quickly scatter and find things. The three of you sort of move behind a, um, cluster of trees. The others, less effectively so. Like, Prize, you... You go to, you go to hide and you throw yourself sort of behind this stump. It's fine, it's not great. Um, but you know, it kind of works. 
Um, and Zarema's over there with you. Or, I'm sorry, Quaven is over there with you. Zareva and Seeker are just kind of out in the open. Uh. Yep. As you see... Where did everybody go? (laughs) (laughs) As you see, two large... They come into view, like, sort of breaking through the, um... Breaking through the, uh, the, the, the... Tree line? Sure. We'll go with tree line. I know words. I have all the best words. Um... You see these huge, um, reptilian-like creatures... Just rushing through, uh, sort of a body almost like a crocodile, um, uh, sort of almost like uh, reptilian, but almost, um, uh, fairly decent sized legs, and then, uh, 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 coming out of their necks, um, Several heads. Um, coiling out on these long, sort of serpentine necks. They've definitely seen you. Um. How big? Pretty fucking big. Hmm. Okay. How big? Very. Very. Yes. How big? Yes. Yep, basically. And let's go ahead and roll some initiatives. Okay. Do we do we have a mapper? Oh, we do. Uh, sorry. You do. Oh, sorry. I didn't, yes, uh... you do. Thank you. I, I was not looking at... I nope. had not looked between the time you changed it. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, alright. Um, we've got... Oh, I forgot to clear this stuff. I, I, I forgot to clear the, the, the previous turn order up, so I just have to I got something. Okay, Keem, fourteen point one. Prize has uh, prize has a seven point five. Seeker rolled a sixteen. Cross giants are not on here. Zala is not on on here. Keem, fourteen point one. Karis is going on eleven. Nine. Okay, there we go. Alrighty. Let me go ahead and roll a couple other initiatives here now. 
Uh, Zarema is going on a 12. I don't know why she had disadvantage, but sure. She should actually be on the 14. Uh, oh, I know why she had disadvantage, because I'm dumb. There we go. Quaven is going on a 10. And these big motherfuckers are going on a... They're going last, so that's the good news. Seeker! Yeah? You see two big, multi-headed, snaky, lizardy things. Okay. Charging right in your direction. Hmm. Two of them. Yep. Okay. Well, gonna pull out my longbow. Go for it. Um... Let's see what else might be useful. Alright, yeah, so I'm gonna um bonus action hunter's mark. Mm-hmm. Which one? On that one? The one on the left. Okay. Uh, why is it asking me to roll? That's weird. Okay, well, it's fine. Um, sure, well, that's fine. Uh, and then we're going to... Let's remember what, how does any of this works. Um, Okay. Uh, Alright, let's do an attack. Alrighty. Uh, 25 ooh. will hit. Uh, ooh, wow, I've rolled maximum on everything damage so far. Um... So that is 10, plus we'll go ahead and use that Hunter's Mark damage as well. Yeah, and then I do another attack. Mm -hmm. My, um, so, yep, okay. And I get a third attack because of the Dread Ambusher. Yep. 18. And 18 will also hit. Okay, so that does 6, and then it does... Another D6 plus D8 because um, I hit get Hunter's Mark again and then I get uh, Dread Ambusher. Right. So Hunter's Mark is um, 
triggering twice, that's triggering once. Uh, and it is the weapon damage type for all of those. Yes. So you okay. take aim, fire off. One of your arrows just... It's one of those situations where you go, you notch it, and just for whatever reason, the arrow just sort of turns slightly before you let it go, and it just buries itself in the ground right in front of you. Um, yep. But two of them fly through pierce through one of the heads and that head just drops to the ground. That goes, go, goes floppy. A bit. Uh, and I will end my turn. Alright. That makes it Zarema's turn. And Zarema is going to look very um, because there are two large death reptiles coming at you. Um, and she is going to, yep, she is going to do this, which good 20 foot cube. Um, Let's see. I think she can hit all both of them. Uh, allergies on the slowness here. Uh, no, she can only trap one. Uh, she will. We'll go ahead and try and trap this count. one. If you need, if it needs to cover them fully, then that's true. Yeah, I it. There's not really a good spot where, like, if it can kind of catch them, I feel like Web is going to have to get hmm. most of them, not just sort of side catch. At least them. this environment has plenty of uh, foliage to uh, use the spell with. Yep. So she can't be one that. square back so <laughs> can attack it. Yeah, she can do that. There we go. So the DC sixteen save. I don't know that it will be very good at doing. Alright, so she traps this one. She reaches out and just with the area around just suddenly shoots through with webs. Uh, and, and, and this one shrieks as it ends up getting wrapped up in it. Uh, that is her turn. She is also going to back the fuck up. Fifteen. 
20. That seems like a good spot. So, Hakeem, you are up. Um, okay. Hakeem looks around at his options as he means to cast haste. Okay. Deciding who, who to grant it to. Uh, he might need... Maybe he wants to move a bit. Yeah, because Hakim's decided that this time the target is Quaven. Uh, takes a few steps in this direction and casts haste on K Quaven. Alrighty. And... Uh, hmm. He just wants to think how he wants to position himself. Uh, I guess he'll go back into the bush and hope hope uh, he hope, stays hidden. Hope for the best? Wow. Alrighty. Yeah. Okay. Alright, Karis, you're up. Karis is going to hold out her arm kind of down beside her and her sword appears in it. Mm-hmm. She's going to move... That's her action. She's going to move 10 feet forward. No, 20 feet forward. So about there. Okay. And uh, do Hexblade's Curse on the webbed one. On the webbed one? All right. Yeah. And that's her turn. Put that down there. We will Hexblade's Curse. That'll work. Alrighty, and that makes it Quaven's turn. Quaven is hasted, so his speed is like 2,000 or something like Speed is doubled. Yes, only doubled? Okay, well, uh, that's still pretty and good. And he can take an extra action to dash. Yep. No, he only needs... I don't think he needs to go... Oh, shit. I, I thought so, too. Hmm... Yep, that'll be so he over rushes up there. Uh he will spend his bonus action to get his her uh a second here, let me check and make sure I'm doing my NPC's features, right? Uh, yep. Bonus action to summon his, uh, Echo. Echo. Which we will put in 15 feet of him. Annoying that it's not showing up, but that's fine. Here, we'll just do this. Copy, paste, perfect. And this one. Depending on our... On whether... tint. There we go. 
depending uh, on how we are using, how or if we are using flanking, Clavin might be able to flank with his own echo. No, you can't flank with your own echo. Okay. I figured that might be the case. Yeah, that is... And he's actually going to move over there so he can have this this echo there dealing with that one. Uh, yeah, no, wizard, they, 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 they've made a specific ruling on that. Uh, an, an echo is not a creature and thus cannot threaten for flank. Anyways, he is going to attack this one. Um, with first attack, second attack, and he gets a third one because hasted. Mm hmm. Uh, and those are an eight, the 18 and the 17 hit. So he does 10 damage to it. And that is his turn. That makes it Cameron's turn. So I'm hidden. Yep. Right. Am I, it, do they kind of surprise if I attack them? This round? Uh, yes. Right. I believe uh, so. And, and as best I can tell, we have nothing and none of this has been difficult terrain. Correct. I'm going to say, like, the, 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 I am going to say, actually, in this case, you guys haven't been, tra so, so to clarify, you have not been traveling, like, you've not been dealing with difficult terrain in terms of, like, travel time. Because mm -hmm. you have Seeker with you. Right. This sort of area, like, damn it. This sort of area, like here, that, that, that's liquidy, that is gonna count as, as, as difficult terrain. Cool, but like the, the stuff that's sort of the land solid is, ground? Yeah, is not difficult terrain. 5, 10, 15, 20. 25, 30, 35, 40. Cool. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. There you go. Mobile. Yep. Um, I shall now attack this thing. Um, go for I it. have assassinate, which means I have advantage on the attack roll, not that, like, uh, because it hasn't taken a turn in combat, and if I hit, it's a crit. Correct. Automatically, because, uh, it's surprised. So. And let me check something to be sure. Uh, and one D D hasn't come out yet, so that's still all of the dice. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. We won't probably won't do it anyway. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> I'm actually going to use the assassinate part of my well, the surprise part of my assassinate. You actually would have advantage against it anyways because it is technically restrained because of the webs. Mm. Also cool. Unfortunately, despite 40 feet of movement, I can't quite get to the other one. <laughs> Correct. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, where's my button to roll and attack the thing? This one. Yeah. So, that button. Cool. 20 will Hits, hit. I assume? Yep. Cool. Uh, which means I have to 
Damn it. I can't. I don't know how to automatically roll this as a crit. If you just roll damage twice, I'll just roll we just a bunch take of, the damage. We, we just take the, the, sure. your automatic bonus. Or, you know what I mean. Okay, so that means, uh, that five plus two plus three is ten piercing damage. And all of the sneak attack damage. Yep. So, so 10 21. 21. So 31 total damage. As you run up, it's currently sort of flailing in, in the webs. And you just find one of those necks and you just... 31? You cut through one. Ha. Huh. Head flops on the ground. <laughs> now, um... Do now. Unfortunately, I have actually now used all my movement. Correct. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit uh, dash as my as my second action. Okay. I mean, I could have done it. In which case, it wouldn't have really mattered, I suppose. Um, I could have got to the other one, I suppose. Yeah. yeah whatever. Doesn't okay. matter. Anyway, I'm gonna use dash. Uh, mobile means they can't attack me. Correct. Uh, attack of opportunity, and then I'm going to back off uh, over, I don't know, over here in these, sort of, uh, near this tree, although I'm not hiding or anything, because I haven't okay. got the actions for that yet. Perfect. Maybe here. Alright. Prize, you're up. Uh, so, I am going to move up. Mm-hmm. That's 30 feet. Because I want to avoid difficulty terrain area. Okay. And then I'm going to try something new. I will aim for the tree in the middle between them and cast Sleet Storm. Okay. Of course, that doesn't do the thing. There we go. So it's a 40-foot cylinder. 40-foot cylinder, alrighty. 40-foot radius, that's very large. Oh yeah, it's fucking huge. Yeah. That is an accurate representation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So where are you, where are you centering it? On the tree. Okay. Wow. Okay. So. Prize is a little bit startled at how large of an area it is because she can't do math and things. Fair. Fair enough. So, yeah, this whole area, all of a sudden, just you see clouds royal in the eye, and it suddenly gets almost a familiar level of cold. You just got out of this, and then all of a sudden, just rain comes down, and it just very quickly picks up and becomes solid and cold, and that whole area is just fucking... You can't see real good in it. Um, uh, the area is difficult terrain. When you enter this develop... Okay. Cool. Perfect. That's your turn? Uh, yep. Alright. It is the Hydra's turns. Um, oh, first thing first. Um. Dexterity save. 
First thing first, that actually, yes, we will go with that first. Um, actually, no, we won't. We will go with the thing that, that happens first. Oh, no, wait, that's at the end of its turn, not the start of its turn. So, yes, we are rolling dexterity saves for them. Um, what's your DC? 13. All right. So, this one squawks in a quite the undignified sound. <laughs> As its legs come out from underneath it and it falls prone. Sure, we'll say that's prone. And then the other one. Is also stuck in a web while falling prone, hopefully. It is. And yep, it, it's, it's doubly bad because it's trying to get, it's stuck and it's trying to frantically get out of this web. And so it slips and it falls prone. Heavily obscured is also probably quite relevant. Not yes. right now, but um So Let me check and make sure. Yeah, yeah, that don't help. Okay, perfect. Um, they spend their half of their movement to get up, and uh, well, they only have one person that they can attack. So right now. They are not smart creatures, so they're not going to be like, huh, I should go attack the larger things. So, Quaven's Echo is getting attacked um, four times. Quaven's Echo has an armor class of 17. I wonder if the heavily obscured prevents you from seeing someone next to you. You are effectively blinded, so yes, they do have disadvantage. Hmm. Two, three, four. Uh, and it misses. Their AC. It misses the echo every single time. Now let's see if the high, the the other one, can can hit actual Quaven. One. Two, three, four. Uh, so actual Quaven gets bit three times. Actual Quaven has plus two to her AC because of haste. Still gets bit three times. Fair enough. With disadvantage... There was a 16, a 24, wow. a 21, and a 23. Yeah. The 16 misses. Um, that's 26. That's 32 damage. Okay. That hurt. He's fine. He's still up. He's still, he's still good. 
screams of pain from the sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it snaps out multiple times, and he manages to dodge one. He is also technically blinded. Um, not that mechanically that goes against him in, 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 in the attacks, but narratively, he dodges the, 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 the feel of one coming, and then the other ones just snap into him, and you hear gritted sounds of pain from him as some chunks get taken out. Uh, that is the end of their turn. Uh, at the end of their turn, each of, where the one head got cut off, you see two grow out. Well, I and where the one had two got shot twice, you see two grow, you see two sort of sprout out from the wounds there. Maybe Quaven sees this, but maybe even Quaven So you are not this. actually blind. That's true, but it is hard to see. Yes. Uh, so, hold on. Let me... Effectively blinded when you try to see something obscured by it. Correct. Uh, and that is their turns. Seeker, you are up. Can I see them still? Yes. Okay. It's not easy continue. to do so, but you can still see them. Am I attacking with disadvantage? Yes. They are. Let, let me clear. Let, let me look at this spell to clarify for absolute sure. Um. The area is heavily obscured. That means things inside it are heavily. Yes, you are at disadvantage. Okay. Well, that being the case, I guess I'll attack with disadvantage. Go for it. Well. Oh. Okay. And then again. Twelve. Yep, and a twelve will. And that makes it Zarema's turn. Zarema is going to. She's keeping concentration on. Keeping concentration on the web for now. And will. Most of her stuff is is touch spells, but she can um, minor point regarding attacking the heavily obscured whatever. Mm-hmm. Um if they can't see you, they you have dis you have advantage on attacks against them. This which is would true. cancel the Disadvantage. This is... The, you're not wrong. I mean, that's a... It's a weird thing, because you're, like, you're both kind of hidden from each other, but... By... So... so uh, by rolls, heavily obscured me. It, it says the area is heavily obscured. 
Yeah. So things inside count under that heavily obscured status. Oh, I guess you're not technically unseen from it, unless yeah. you were to hide. Because I'm sorry, I've been planning my turn, and I'm like, well, if I hide, right. then I'll... But that's a slightly different... I guess if they can see you, but it's just obscured, that's not... You don't get advantage of that, I guess? A heavily obscured yeah, area doesn't blind you, but you are effectively blinded when you try to see something obscured by it. Yeah, and like being blinded gives you a disadvantage on your attacks. And then I was looking at a thing which says if you can't see me when I attack you, my attack has advantage. And then, right. But that's counters the thing. But then that requires hiding, I think, to do that to make Fair. that work. Anyway, so anyway, that'll come up in my turn. Don't worry about it. I think it's fine for now. Sorry. So I thought it might have affected this, but no, probably not. Does she... Huh. She will... You know what? She will mind sliver because she doesn't have... Yep. She's going to try and mind sliver the... Uh, this one. The one that is Biting her bodyguard. Uh, so it has to make an intelligence save. Hydras are known for their intelligence. This is not true. How many brains, though? That would be a five. It fails. So it takes... Nine psychic damage. And is subtracts one d four from the next saving throw it makes. Um, and she is also because Quaven just got fucked up, going to drop a going to drop a level three healing word on him. So it's 3d4 plus 5. He gets 15 of that 32 that he just lost back. And that is going to be her turn. Um, she actually will walk up and go. Uh, prize points for effort. But I think it's actually making it harder for for us. And that is her turn. Hakeem, you're up. Mm. Mm. It's <clears throat> looks a bit puzzled for a and then figures. Yeah, I think I still might still know where they are. Um, yeah, you know roughly where they are. Measurements. Okay, because the catapult spell has a pretty long reach as to where to start, where to fling from. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't know if it makes much. Oh, I suppose it makes a difference of which it which gets hit gets hit first. So let's try to hit this uh, this one first. Okay. So the flinging like starts from here. From like this direction. Yeah, yeah, so, that okay. kind of fling. Now uh, you see, there's a big chunk of like looks like a piece of stump that is that is long since like rotted away. It's got <laughs> jagged chunks sticking out of it. Grab onto it, fling it. It is a dexterity save, correct? It's a dexterity save. A four's gonna fail. Yeah. That's 11 uh, magical bludgeoning damage. Cool. Just a level one catapult. Yep. So it slams into it. It was not expecting that at all. It sort of explodes it. Shards of wood embedded in its side. Uh, is that everything for you? Uh, yeah, I think that's all. Yeah. All right. Karis, first things first, roll me. That's so. That's a fail. That's a fail. Yep. So she is going to continue to quietly growl to herself. And that changes things ever so slightly. She was going to back out of this area, but she's going to stay on the ground. Okay. And fire a witch bolt, the one she cursed. Okay. Roll it. Is that with disadvantage, isn't it? Mm. Yep. I, I have now I have now looked this up. Sorry, I've been interrupt. Because you are also in the area, it can't see you, so it should cancel. Because the people yeah, outside a... could be seen. Like it's you you are blinded if you're trying to see things that are that's, in the area. That's one interpretation, it's which is the, supported by Raw. But yes. Th- this is up to Jeremy. It says, you, a creature is effectively suffered by blinded condition when they're trying to see something in the area. Right? Okay. So, so the Seeker that's was fair. blinded trying to see Hydras, but that, they wouldn't be blinded trying to see Seeker, so that was the that, advantage. That's fair. We have seven minutes to go, so moving on. Yeah. I just mean yeah. it wouldn't be disadvantaged. Yet. I understand. Am I running disadvantage? Uh you are inside the you are inside it, so either way, yes. Yep. Yep. So I think. Yeah, it doesn't actually matter whether you're inside or not. Sixteen to hit. Sixteen hits. Annoyingly, if I didn't have the disadvantage, that would have been a critical hit because I rolled a 19 on the other dice. Hmm. Ah, uh, that's well, 16. 16 damage, nice. Is there a saving throw with Bitch Bolt? Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. That's the benefit of it. Yeah. That, and you yeah. just get to keep doing the damage if you want. Mm-hmm. Yes. Granted, when you keep doing the damage, it's not level 3. It's not the 3d12 at that point. It's just 1, but still. Just quickly to double check, because Hexblade's Curse has been a while since I've 
There's a plus three to that damage. Plus three, alright. Who's plus? Minus three. It's actually 19, 19 damage. Single turn, okay. Okay, cool. And is that everything for you? That's everything. Alright, Quaven's turn. Quaven is going to try to kill or try to wound. I don't think he'll be killing. Uh, he did hit for nine. Yeah, he gets a gets a gets a good slash across it, and oh wait, no, it doesn't matter. He's getting up regardless, but I do have to roll his deck save. So he did fall down. He gets back up. Uh, he hits it. And you know what? He is going to move his echo over here to help him tank this thing because otherwise he's going to get hurt. Um, and this one can't move at the moment. So Cameron, you're up. Um, is it still prone? It is. No, they did get up. Right. Uh, okay. Five, ten, fifteen. Um, do I have anything? Okay, so your 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 interpretation of the SEO stuff is I have disadvantage here. I think so at the moment. We will we will we will. Yeah, we we, we can talk about it later. I just yeah. want to, that's that's what we're yes. going with now. We'll yes. explain later. Okay. Uh, I don't think I have any other way to get advantage right this second without spending some actions. Uh, that's you right. could no, end that's up right. over I mean, here. I mean, mm, mm, no, it's difficult terrain right now. I'd have to spend. Uh, I mean, oh. I can do a lot if I if I dash. I can go eighty because I start fair. ignoring it. That but is fair. I can't. Um, fine. Now I'll just. I'll, I mean, I'll roll it at disadvantage and, and we'll and we'll work it from save. there. What's that? And a deck save. Oh, and I'm supposed to have, have yes. I'm supposed to take a deck save at the start. You are supposed you. to make a deck save, yes. That's fine. No, that's good. Uh, this one. I'm pretty. Dexterous, you are so. perfectly fine. Okay. All right, we get in there. Uh, we're gonna go with a disadvantaged attack with my short sword. That's this button. An eight. Probably nothing. I mean, the plus side is even with advantage, you wouldn't have hit. No, that's yeah, that's fine. Um, and I am going to then, I think. Hold on, let me just. I need to quickly read another feature off my guy thing. Uh, oh, good. I don't. It doesn't provoke opportunity attacks, even if I miss. So I am going to back off to. I don't know. Yeah, it's difficult terrain. I know. Yes. Uh, but I can but go you 40 feet. have plenty of movement. Yeah. I can go... F- oh, yeah, sorry. I actually only have five feet more. 
that's a good point. Because uh, I went 15 and I didn't spend... I'm not using my dash. I'm going to back off slightly, and then I'm going to hide, because I'm in an inevitably obscured area, and if you can't hide in a snowstorm, <laughs> where can you hide? Um, so I am actually hidden for a future turn. And that's my turn. That's my that was All my right. that's my uh cunning yep. whatever bonus action. Prize, you're up. And I'll just look back at sorry sorry, 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 and I'm gonna have to drop the slight storm. Okay. And it oh. goes poof. Which means I'm I probably not hidden well. anymore, am I? <laughs> I didn't roll the self check for it anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> And I'm currently prone. Great. I mean, I didn't. I didn't roll the stealth check for it anyway. So yeah. Mm. On the plus side, it's gonna have to kill Quaven to get to you, anyways. You're good. Depending on how many hits it takes to get to Quaven, get through Quaven. So uh, instead, I'm gonna move up a little bit more. Okay. Uh. Pull a, a gem out of my bag because I did get one, mm-hmm. and I will use insight greed. Okay. So I am cho- I'm choosing the two hydras and nothing else. Interesting. Interesting. I'm just going to hold it up and make it seem very appealing. All right, all right. Let's see how this goes. Now, their wisdom... It's an Akink spell. Their wisdoms are legitimately better than their intelligences, so we'll see how this goes. Is it a problem that that's an Acquisitions Incorporated spell? No. Okay. I have good news and bad news. The good news is one of them succeed one of them failed. The bad news is it's the one that was webbed. So this one is still fine. This one is still able to this one can't really move towards you. Um but at that point, actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and finish just on their attacks. Uh, I'm going to let the Hydra get its attack off. Uh, good news is it hasn't lost a head, so it's not going to grow a bunch more. But it does have six attacks. Uh, yeah. It's going to attack Quaven. No longer has... One, two, as a fail, that is a hit. It takes, oh wait, no, I need to look at Quiven's abilities here, because I believe it can, he can, can he do the thing with it yet? No. 
doesn't look like. We take six. Uh, that's two, three. That's a twenty-six. He takes twelve. Four. That's a nat one. Five. That's a sixteen. That's a miss. And that's a ten. So he got hit twice and took eighteen points of damage. Oof. He's still up. At least it's not thirty-five. Huh? At least it's not thirty-five. That's true. Um, this one tries to move towards you, but unfortunately, it is restrained. Well, I guess it still gets a deck save at the end of its turn. I believe that's how web works. Uh, no, it needs to make a strength save at this point. Well, it's much better at those. So, say goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.